Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It With Matt Stewart on Monday the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week's episode of Primates is brought to you by me, Matt Stewart, and my 2020 live comedy show, Monkey House, uh, to the Brisbane Comedy Festival at the Powerhouse from the 10th to the 15th of March. Back home to Melbourne for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival at the Victoria Hotel from the 26th of March to the 19th of April. You can grab tickets now with the discount code PODCAST. And that gets you a real handsome discount via mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. That's mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. Now on with the show. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, podcast where we explore primates in popular culture from Chimpan A to Chimpan Z. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and I'm joined, as nearly always, by the official second banana of the show. It's the host of the Jiminy James, Frank Grimes, Grimming Show, <laughs> Evan Munro-Smith. Welcome, Evan. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks so much uh, for being had. <laughs> okay. He tricked you. <laughs> you you've been had. This week on the show, joining us back for two weeks in a row... <laughs> oh god <laughs> Back in the monkey house It's Sans Pants Radio Broadcasters Cass Page And best boy Adam Carnavale Yay hey. It's a monkey noise That is a great monkey yeah. noise It's also our chant ooh, 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 Do you want to be a best boy as well? I've left, I feel like I left you out there Um yeah, but I don't want to take anything away from Adam. Right. That's fair. Jackson I'll also- be the worst boy. <laughs> <laughs> the worst boy. That is how boy. we're often described. <laughs> You're pretty bad at being a boy, I guess. Uh, now, you will both know from last week and previous episodes that mm. Evan's favourite primate is a human, in particular Andy from Toy Story. Any updates on sort of trying to dislodge this stupid <laughs> belief of Evan's? <laughs> you always give me a run for, you, for my money. So, last yep. time... Yeah. Last week, in fact, yeah. I I basically argued you to a standstill. So this is this is <laughs> this is the this is the moment, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, listening at home and in in the studio. Finish him. If I <laughs> I was sick last week though, I'm still a little <laughs> sick. <laughs> but my resolve was. And weakened. I'm sick this week. Sick and fucking tired. <laughs> 
So, if I can't, if I can't work it, if I can't work through your armor today and get inside the castle, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to. I mean, I'll not stop, <laughs> but I don't know if I'll ever. You'll never be, able be on the to. show again. This is I've had. This is your weakest moment. You are at your lowest, and I am at my most powerful. Okay. You've got your foot on his throat. <laughs> I, I have you. I have you. I've worked you into the corner. So, today's primate is. Magilla Gorilla. (laughs) Magilla Gorilla. Yeah. And and Magilla Gorilla wears clothes. He can talk, though apparently his speech is downplayed. Not unlike how Andy gets downplayed for the toys. Yes. What? Uh, uh, Hang on, what? Andy is not the main character. He gets sidelined and the toys come to the forefront. Um. So, clothes... (laughs) Okay. Speaks, but his his speech is like no good or whatever. He um, <laughs> speech is no good. Have he you is, seen Magilla Gorilla? I haven't really. It, it's been a long time. I just looked up apes that could talk. What do, you, <laughs> what do you mean his speech is no good? It's um so like he's speaks poor. They describe English? it as they they describe it as downplayed. So it was initially in the early early seasons or episodes of the show, he spoke a lot more. Right. But then they, like, started to... He spoke less and less and less and spoke... When he spoke, it was more like, uh-huh, uh-uh, sort of, you know, like, just right. simple things. Still okay. does have a voice actor, though, so there is a human being behind this, ultimately. Uh-huh. Now, now let me let me just throw some things at you. <laughs> we got a gorilla for sale. <laughs> Magilla gorilla for sale. Won't you buy him? Take him home and try him. Gorilla for sale. He's real. He's ideal. Oh. And he's awfully cute. <laughs> An ever living doll in a monkey suit. Magi- a gorilla. Magilla gorilla for sale. The response. How much is that gorilla in the window? As if you'll recall, as I vaguely remember, he is in the window of a pet store uh-huh. on for sale, but the pet owner can never get rid of him. Right. If you recall the premise of the show, I, I don't, don't really recall the. I don't well, think I've ever seen it. We should do an episode on it. Well, absolutely. Next week. <laughs> Next week, absolutely. So, uh, how much is that gorilla in the window? The response is: take our advice at any price. A gorilla like Magilla is a mighty is mighty nice. Gorilla Magilla gorilla for sale. Imagine that you can't. You've got a talking gorilla for sale, and no no buyers. No buyers. Yeah. I that know. seems bizarre. Well, you don't He's... want to invite someone into your home, and then they get to say shit about how you live. Oh, he true. is a judgmental gorilla. <laughs> he is like Andy, unloved. <laughs> it's very. It sounds very similar to Andy. Only wears a bow tie and suspenders, which I think is a is an up. up wears clothes. So speaks. Andy wears clothes though. Yeah, I made the mistake before of looking up the uh, the Andy um, fandom page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which I would have thought you'd be a moderator of. Well, <laughs> <laughs> of just the page specifically. I just I don't think I looked at it until recently, but it says that Andy Davis is a major character in Toy Story, which I think a lot of people pick on Andy for not being a, a proper character from Toy Story. But he's a major character. Miguel Gorilla is in the name of the show. He's, You're right. He is also a major. It's character. not called Andy from Tell Toy me, Story. Name one difference. Go on, I'll wait. Well, <laughs> but I don't. Yes! No. yes! Andy, Andy can talk. So can Magilla well, Gorilla. He yes, can, he can well. talk better than, than Magilla Gorilla. I think as well, this is like, you know, in the cricket, if uh, Australia was holding the Ashes, England yeah. had to beat Australia to win the Ashes. You yeah. can't draw with Evan here. 
Yeah, you're, you're right. You're blocking him. You need to. <laughs> you need to go further. You're right. You're right. You That's parry. my mistake. Maybe I can, but maybe McGilla Gorilla. Well, anyway, let's let's. Sorry, hit me. Hit, well, all right. I concede that Andy speaks better than McGilla Gorilla. Andy also has better clothes. Truly, you're kidding me. Can I? Where's his bow tie? Oh wait, no. Where's yeah. his bow tie? Where's his suspenders? Well, he Where's has more clothing. Stick? Where I'm is going his off hat? one picture. More just <laughs> Quality and quantity are literally separated by words. <laughs> Andy's, um, Andy's fandom wiki has a section on physical appearance, which I was reading through before. I'll read a section of this. At the beginning of Toy Story, he wears a green T-shirt with a cowboy playing a guitar in the top right corner, blue, short, uh, blue shorts, white socks, and white sneakers with blue laces. When he goes to Pizza Planet, he wears a purple polo shirt but keeps his blue shorts. On moving day, he wears a light blue T-shirt with light brown shorts. However, he wears his original <laughs> outfit in a shot where he sadly leaves his old room holding his hat and Buzz's box... Um, but this could either be an error or he slept in those clothes. But it also makes sense because don't we, we first meet him on his birthday. Maybe that's his favourite outfit. Yeah. yeah. That could, that so could. maybe he's just wearing them again. Yeah. It's good he had a second wear out of them as pyjamas. Yep. Also, shorts, he's seen of course, in two can sets be worn more than once. Shirts, you know, I, I would wear shorts more than once. Yeah. Shirts yeah. should change over. Uh, no, I don't it think depends anything... on if you've had a stinky day or not. Oh, well, that's true. Sometimes well, maybe Andy in the just winter, didn't have a stinky day. He didn't have a stinky day. It's, it's, it's absurd to me that they're not listing liked the clothes as one of the two reasons he could have worn the clothes a second time. <laughs> so I just thought it was strange that they go through literally every outfit he's had in... Three films or four films? Let's go through every outfit McGilla Gorilla has. <laughs> so McGilla Gorilla starts the show wearing a purple and green bowler hat, a purple bow tie, green suspenders, great colour coordination, yeah. can I say so far, yeah. Yeah. red shorts, uh, uh, brown, uh, I want to say, what type of shoe is that? I forget, the one where it's got like fancy... A fancy pattern on it. Is yeah, it a wing almost rouge? Like, or a... Almost looks like bowling shoes. Yeah, something like that. There's a name. Anyway, lovely leather brown shoes. Yep. A cane. A walking cane. <laughs> Does he need that cane? Well, presumably it's an uh, it's a it's a uh, uh, accoutrement. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. eccentric. He's French okay. <laughs> for accoutrement. And he has a hanky. He understands good hygiene. Probably sure. better than Andy the child does. Is that a win yeah. or a negative for you? Uh, Do you like good hygiene? Is hygiene, I guess the question. Yes, hygiene is important. Well, ding, Magilla Gorilla, one point. <laughs> Magilla Gorilla, one point. And I think if we're respecting Andy and his choice of saying he didn't have a stinky day, that means Andy also respects good hygiene. So I, mm. I think that is. If Andy needs to change clothes a bunch, I'm not saying he. <laughs> look, I'm not saying he has poor hygiene, but I only wear one pair of clothes during the day. Thank you very much, and I have good hygiene. Yeah, right. Miguel really wins on this one. Oh, okay. He does. Well, have, I do. I do like the Cass. the bowler hat and the bow tie is good. Yes, um, that, he definitely dresses sharper. <laughs> Can we bring this to a head, Evan? Can we? I want a decision because I want to hold back a bit. Of, I'm just reading about McGilla Gorilla. He'd make a great episode. So <laughs> I want to end the discussion on McGilla now to save that for a future episode. But Evan, give us a, a call. Obviously, we know what you're going to say. McGilla Gorilla is better uh, than Andy from Toy Story. No, we don't need to hear it. No, you say it. I, I think no, we, I just... we should hear it from, <laughs> from him. We all know he's going to say it. Let's just hear it in his words. Please, he might yeah, phrase right. it slightly differently. I think maybe Andy from Toy Story is better than McGilla Gorilla. <sighs> Do you maybe. have a reason? Maybe. 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 It's hopeful. I think he's smarter. He can talk. 
He presumably eats things other than bananas. He doesn't need a cane to get around. <laughs> Maybe his clothes aren't as aren't as yeah, uh, go with people eccentric. Who need a cane to get around. <laughs> I'm just saying it's better if you don't need one. Oh, uh, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> you you know it's an optional thing. Evan um, doesn't get outside in society much, so <laughs> sometimes he says things. I'm sorry. Uh, so. How many points? How many points are we ultimately saying for Andy and for Miguel Gorilla? Because I, I think from memory, we've only given one point, and it was to Miguel Gorilla. Who's giving points? Uh, I think I was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's one nil at the moment. Yeah, that's kind of look. You would agree that one is greater than zero, yeah? Yes. So you must agree that Miguel Gorilla is better. No. <laughs> Well, that just doesn't make any sense I, to me. <laughs> if I could give points, yeah, I would give. I would give. I'm, I'm going to give some points to Andy, please, please, for being able to talk. All right, able uh, to talk, even if it is to imagine how many toy points. Because if it's more than one, then Andy wins. Uh, uh, I'm going to give uh, Andy a, 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 a second point. Uh, for being uh, presumably smarter than McGilla Gorilla, Presum- although I don't presumably, but I, I don't, language. He just doesn't. McGilla Gorilla looks like uh, you know an an adorable oaf. He gets into antics. Yeah, um, sure. Mc- McGilla Gorilla manages to be so cheeky that he weasels his way out of every family, and Andy has him on the entire series. <laughs> so, <laughs> mm. that's a good thing. <laughs> Having a mum. No, yeah. no, we're just checking for intelligence at this stage. Oh, okay. Who's emancipating themselves first? Megilla Gorilla every episode. <laughs> Megilla Gorilla does not need a, a, a mother or father. He's looking after himself in this world. Okay. I think I need to see Megilla Gorilla. Okay. All right. Okay. More well, so it. let's break episode. and maybe, maybe in the next week or so <laughs> we'll do a Megilla Gorilla episode and that, okay. at the end of that episode when you got all the information. Must remember, intelligence and able to talk. That's going to be important. Okay, they're important. <laughs> but this week uh, we're actually talking about Community, the sitcom series from America, in particular Annie's Boobs, which will sound... Odd to people who don't know the series. It's been suggested by a bunch of listeners, including Kat Goldman from London, Andrew from Brisbane, Joel Corzep from Kansas City, uh, Nick Verderosa from Bethel, Socri Francis from Dublin, and Hannah White from Canberra. Uh, the show community, the storyline, according to IMDb, a former lawyer attends a community college when it is discovered he faked his bachelor's degree. In an attempt to get with his uh, to get with a student in his Spanish class, he forms a Spanish study group. To his surprise, more people attend the study group, and the group of misfits form an unlikely community. Oh, and that's how it all begins. Yeah, it's a lovely show. It is very nice. So I got a message a couple of days ago from Adam and or Cass. I <laughs> mm-hmm. forget which. They blur into one in my mind. That's <laughs> fair enough. We do tend to message in unison. Yes, <laughs> and they. They said, we want to do community. We want to talk about Annie's boobs. I said, that's great. I've, I just finished watching the f- series for the first time mm. uh, late last year, I think. It's and a good series. I quite like it. It is good. And it's yeah. aged, like, surprisingly well mm-hmm. for sitcoms. Like, obviously, every Hard now to and say then, that about It is a great really hard many. to say that. Um, every now and then something comes up and you're like, ugh. But it's not super often. Uh, yeah, yeah I, th- I think it, it's remained pretty fresh. I it's mean, also I'll, not that old. Yeah, when so when finish was 2015. It 2015? That's fair. It wasn't oh, that okay. long okay. ago. <laughs> That's it, fair. It, it does feel like it's like less than a decade old. 
to me. That's how fresh it feels. Uh, okay. Which I guess makes sense. I've actually never really seen it. I, I remember um, when it was running, I did try to watch a, a few episodes and try to get into it because I'd heard good things about it. Um, but it just didn't really grab me. Uh, but in preparation for this episode, I watched the uh, the episode which first features Annie's boobs. Yes. <laughs> we, we're all adults. Character. We can say it. <laughs> I'd say it, it feels like less than a decade old when it's actually um, about a decade and four months old. So yeah. well, there you go. So, yeah, it is. That's how... F- how fresh it is. <laughs> it's, actually, it's ahead of its time. Yeah, it was uh, a little ahead of its time. Uh, so Annie's boobs, do we want to explain that? Evan, well, Evan, you've just watched the episode where Annie's boobs was introduced. Do you want to talk us through it? Sure. So it's um, season one, episode 21. Mm-hmm. So the first of, uh, what, six seasons of the show? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty... Something they said for a long time, wasn't it? Six, six seasons, seasons in a movie. movie yeah. yeah. The that... movie's still... I don't like... think they got... I don't think they're going to get the movie. That's a community thing, is it? That's what they're yeah. playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Um, well, they, it was a phrase they used in the show. Yeah. Do you think that's because of uh, the cast? Some of the cast members have gone on to be pretty big stars. Uh, yeah, a couple of the cast members are kind of doing their own things now. So it, I, it's it's childish kind of the, Gambino. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of doing their own thing. <laughs> Him and Alison Brie are probably the two breakout stars from it. Yes, yes. I would say so. John McHale, and John McHale, like right? he does heaps of. His, he was kind of famous already before, though. Yeah, his yeah. like his stuff is all his like on the E Network doing like. Pretty much just playing himself. E Network, then Netflix, then back to E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched his Netflix show. I liked that. Yeah, good. I quite yeah. liked it as well. Um, so this episode, I'm coming in obviously late. This is late in the first season, um, and I haven't seen anything much before that. <laughs> Thanks for that uh, introduction too. Uh, so there is a group of a study group. Yeah. <laughs> where they're supposed to be studying things, although I gather they don't do a lot of that. At least not in this episode. More antics than study. It would be a yeah. very dry season or series <laughs> if it was just studying, I suppose. <laughs> It'd be a different show. Yeah. Um, so so Jeff, played by John McHale, is the, the leader of this uh, study group. It mm-hmm. has a, a bunch of, uh, you know, sitcom misfit characters. Um, so there, in this particular episode, it's mostly about food. So they have, they're at a college and there's, you know, there's they they have lunch in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird explaining a show that I have only watched one episode <laughs> in isolation. I'm loving it though. Yeah, this I, is good. Yeah, um, I was about to say I wish every episode was this. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the 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 key sort of thread of this episode is that the 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 only good thing to eat in the cafeteria is the chicken fingers, mm-hmm. and um, uh, but they always run out too soon, so they always have to run and 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 try to be first in to get chicken fingers, otherwise they miss out. Um, the uh, the guy that makes the chicken fingers is this guy they Star call Burns. Starburns. I don't know if this is a regular character. He so is, yeah, yeah, he's a recurring character. Who okay, dies, comes back, character. dies. Oh, sorry, spoilers. He... <laughs> <laughs> he, he fakes his death like twice, I Right, think. okay. He, Pretty uh, believably, he's... though. Yeah. Like, watching oh, it, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Um. His name comes from the, his, uh, his presumably his sideburns, which uh, <laughs> yeah. are uh, just a coincidence. Sh- shaved in the shape of stars, which is just awful. Um, <laughs> it's gross. The uh, okay, so chicken fingers. They want chicken fingers. They they the the the, the group 
um, that they notice that uh, that uh, Starburns is. Uh, is favouring uh, some friends of his, I think, by sort of keeping some chicken fingers on the side and uh, and giving them to his friends, right? And they're like, "Well, that's uh, that's not fair. Uh, there's not enough to go around." And and so what they do is they they realise that they could do this, uh, and so they devise a plan to have Starburns sacked uh, from the fryer job where he's making these uh, these chicken fingers. You have such great giving a book report energy right now. <laughs> it's so it's perfect. So good. <laughs> it doesn't sound much like a comedy, does it? <laughs> I'm, I'm loving it. I'm Trust me, there's humor in this. Uh, <laughs> so they they come up with a plan um, to 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 have him sacked because I think that he's fired because they they dob on him for. Um, skimming the chicken fingers and, and mm, giving them to yeah. his friends, um, even though they plan to do much the same, exactly the same thing. Um, the there's a character named Abed. Um, Abed. 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 One yeah. of the main, yeah, one of the core characters. And he, um, uh, I don't know if this is part of his 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 character generally, or if they reveal that in in, in this episode, he. He's um he's the son of he used to work at a, a restaurant he was a, a son of a, a chef possibly uh yeah his dad owns oh is it a restaurant I thought it was a news agency but it might be a restaurant actually I forgot well they say because he does the deep frying or he used to cook at his dad's yeah it must yeah, be a that's, restaurant yeah, yeah. It must be a restaurant. yeah right so he's he's the one in the group that has any sort of I guess cooking uh, credentials uh, and so they uh, they engineer for him to get this job that they've just uh, created a vacancy in. Um, and uh, and he gets the job. They they do a bit of they try to make sure that there aren't any good uh, applicants, um, and uh, even send in uh, a bad. Uh, is it? I think it's um, Donald Glover's yeah. character who, who yeah. goes in to sort Troy. of. Troy. Yes, Troy. Okay, so he goes in to throw the throw an interview as well um, to make. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot they do that. And he's got like the Just he's got the like an Egyptian yeah, headdress yeah, 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 yeah. on. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> so that that makes Abed look better by comparison, I think is the idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they have uh, this other character, Pierce, who's an older guy, right? Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. Chevy Chase. Um, <laughs> he. Well, <laughs> it's great. I'm loving it. Everyone oh, yeah. at home, imagine Ethan. Uh, Evan, sorry. Oh gosh, so sorry. <laughs> imagine, uh, imagine uh, Evan is standing at the front of the class giving this report, and you are watching while the teacher up the back is just tapping. A pen on her board <laughs> watching him. It's very good. I'm very amused by this. I feel this. very on the spot. So, and so the, Pierce uh, is a, a reference, a referee. Um, so they fake that as well. Um, <laughs> so, Abed gets the job uh, and they basically start this like crime syndicate sort of a situation where they suddenly hold all the power because everybody wants chicken fingers and there's not enough to go around. And so they start doing deals with people to curry favour around the college Mm -hmm. um, and they start getting things as a group, (laughs) right? Pierce, you know, he... he He does a deal with the AV guys, so now he's got like a TV and a, and a some sort of games console, or PlayStation or something in the in the study room that they're in. Um, <laughs> what else happens? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of one of them. Uh, that Pierce gets an entourage. Yeah. Um, 
I guess because they all want chicken, and so they hang around with him to get chicken. Um, <laughs> Any monkey sort of business. Yeah, and, and of course, does someone get a monkey as a? <laughs> yes. So, yeah. so Troy, um, Donald Glover's character, gets a monkey um, and names the monkey Annie's boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, which After he, one he of the other characters. Yes. There's okay. So there is a, a character called Alison Bray's character. Yeah. Oh, Alison Bray's character. Okay. Uh, the monkey has a they explain on the show the monkey has its own Twitter account and on the Twitter account they launched a poll to see what the name should be yeah. and the name that was selected was Annie's boots and Annie right. says please change its name <laughs> these are my body parts <laughs> <laughs> and she says yeah well, um, and uh, and um, Troy goes hey he can name himself whatever he wants and she goes well don't don't make another poll on Twitter she said it's his Twitter account he can <laughs> poll whatever he likes <laughs> I've fucking butchered all that. <laughs> it was good fun. There's humor no, in it's there. beautiful. <laughs> I think this show is the hardest when we're talking about something that's already funny. <laughs> are you kidding? This is the best episode ever. <laughs> okay, so things are looking good. They, <laughs> they control the chicken. They have the power over this college, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But good things don't always last. <laughs> um, Especially in sitcoms, right? <laughs> yeah. They have to return to the status quo somehow, right? Um, so, uh, Jeff is normally the the you know the, the, the alpha, the leader yeah. of the group. Yeah. Um, but now I bet is is he holds all the power because he holds all the chicken. Um, and and uh, Jeff, uh, you know, there start to be uh, you know there's a bit of friction between people, and 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 Jeff feels like he doesn't really have control anymore, mm-hmm. um, and, and he, he starts to feel threatened by a bed who who does have control over the group now. Yes, um, he's a prideful man. Yes, and then so this this causes Jeff to leave the group, mm-hmm. uh, and then he's an outcast. He doesn't have chicken anymore. Um, but then um, he he, uh, he he buddies up briefly with uh, Star Burns, who, who has been, you know has been fired from his fry cook job, but he's still around the college. I guess he's, he's a student there. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yes, he's a student. <laughs> and uh, and Star Burns gives him this little piece of information. He says that there is a valve on the fryer. Fryer, yeah. yeah. That if you if you were to turn this valve or whatever, um, Jeff would be able to. Uh, sabotage the fryer and then they uh, they wouldn't have the chicken anymore and Abed would not have the power anymore mm-hmm. um, and so I don't I don't there, there's a part here where I don't don't know why um, I don't know why Jeff didn't threaten Abed because he he could he he could have had Abed sacked the same way they had Starburn sacked right but they're friends right Okay. And he wanted his friends to like him still. Because <laughs> if he threatened Arbed, then his friends wouldn't have liked him still. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it's just the way the story went. Like he, <laughs> he could have okay. fixed the problem in a number of different ways. This is the way the story proposes that he fixes it. Um. So okay. Right. Do you want to? Do you want to? While you're collecting your thoughts, I just yes. found this thing. So we we're talking about how it all returns to the. Status quo, or whatever you said. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Harmon sort of famously, he's the creator who also created or co-created Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, co-created, I believe. Uh, so you can as you can sort of see little hints towards mm. Rick and Morty, sort of sci-fi nods and all this stuff through it, I think. Yeah. Um, but there's a, he kind of famously has a story circle. 
which I've just found oh, pretty I've briefly. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, I've heard oh, yeah. him so it's about sort this of before. The end of the he he's pretty big on this. Um, yeah, and it's it does come back to the status quo, but something's changed at the same time. So this is how it's I, like his version of the hero's journey. Yeah, that's right. right? Yeah. So this is how I found it written out on a um a napkin? On, a, on a fandom. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think <laughs> transcribed a, from a napkin. Yeah, I think I've seen a version of it where he wrote it on a napkin. <laughs> Uh, it says, so this attributes uh, this all to Dan Harmon. It says, storytelling comes naturally to humans, but since we live in an unnatural world, we sometimes need a little help doing what we naturally do. And this is how he explains it. Draw a circle, then divide it in half vertically. Uh, divide the circle again horizontally. So you're basically drawing a, a cross. Yeah, like through a cross. A circle. Yeah. So yeah. You've, you've divided a circle into four parts. Yes. Um, starting from, and then you basically, then you've got, um, almost like a clock only with eight numbers around it. Sure. Uh, starting from the 12 o'clock position and going clockwise, number the four points where the lines cross the circle, one, three, five, and seven. This is, I mean, this is all a bit tedious. But basically, uh, this is those eight sections go like this, and this is how the story comes around in a circle. Character, oh, the step one, a character is in a zone of comfort. Step two, see if you can... Put this like a um, put this onto this episode. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, okay. So the character in a zone yeah. of comfort. So that's I guess the status quo in this case is yeah. that yeah. they're all hmm. more or less fine. Except I, I guess the step step two would be that they they but they want they step want two chicken. they want something yeah. they want chicken. Okay. <laughs> step three. They enter an unfamiliar situation. I guess is that them working? Yeah, that would be yeah. they. They flip the squit. Uh, flip the switch. Flip <laughs> the switch, yeah. and Starburns gets fired. Then Arbed gets placed in as fry cook, starting yep. a crime syndicate. Yeah, would be the unfamiliar. <laughs> yeah. Then four adapt to it. Adapt to the unfamiliar situation. I guess they oh, start. Yeah. So they, they're doing well, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they five, get their they, new backpacks, the entourages. They get their Annie's boobs. That's yep. step step five. They get what they wanted. Yeah, okay. uh, yep. Uh, step six: pay a heavy price for it. Is that the friendship yes. falling apart? Yeah. So what happens is, um, uh, uh, Winger Jeff Winger he he loses control of the group. He becomes a bit ostracized and he gets a bit mad at everyone. And I think also people within the group get like kind of full of themselves they like yeah. start taking things for granted and so uh i think Abed does is like one of them gets a really nice backpack Abed shreds the backpack and he yep. gets a nice backpack yep. she does a robot yeah. dance to yeah. celebrate <laughs> yes uh, uh so he, he starts taking away the things that he the, gave the them yeah. Got, yeah yeah for example annie's boobs gets let loose yes the and monkey. we'll get to that later yes uh so six pay a heavy price for it. Seven then return to their familiar situation, but eight having changed. Okay, I'm not sure. I mean, I, without seeing much of the show in context, I don't know what's changed in this situation. Because I think that's all. That's kind of the most important one, I guess. But it's not always clear. I think Community is one of those shows where you know how you have a show where every episode the characters have changed by the end of it, and you see that. So like it's. Not The Simpsons. Yeah. Its characters yeah. are progressing and developing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the ones that are like The Simpsons, where no one changes, everyone needs to relearn their lesson next season, so yeah. yada, yada. I think Community is a type of show that sits somewhere in the middle, where you do see characters progressing and they do 
change, but it's very tiny yeah. and in minute ways. It's a slow development. Because a, a lot of them feel 2D-ish. Like, they've all yeah. got mm. uh, kind of cliched characteristics. I would say that's absolutely, part of the fun, yeah. But yeah, so that's what I find interesting. And probably often I'd have to end an episode and someone would have to explain to me what's changed. <laughs> there is a bit of yeah. there's maybe some potential character development um, when, in the sort of like sincere moment at the end when yeah um, the sort of full the, the sort of watered down full house moment where they yeah, yeah. they all so realize they're gonna be nice to each other jeff goes um i think kind of the cover, cover of darkness goes into the kitchen to um sabotage the fryer mm-hmm. and finds that abed is there um and he's uh he's trying out uh tater tots i think yeah yes. because people are sick of chicken um and they they have a an earnest moment between them but uh, without really knowing the characters, I don't really know what what that's sort of all about. But there's potentially some development there. There's also um, Annie's boobs sticks around, so I guess yes. that's also a, a change at the end of this episode. Yes, we that do get true. the new character of Annie's boobs, infrequent character, but causes some serious issues down the line, which we will get to. Yeah, Annie's <laughs> boobs. I think last appearances in season four, so I guess they just lost the budget <laughs> for Crystal the monkey. <laughs> That's very fair. Famous monkey. Very big, big famous. We've spoken monkey. about this yeah. monkey before. We, mm. Yeah. Big star monkey. So. Yeah. Should we talk about the monkey? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Um, well, I think I'm, I might be misremembering, mm. but I, I'm pretty sure Crystal the monkey was also the rally monkey, like a uh, the, I think it was the LA Angels baseball team's mascot. Oh, oh really? Right. Yeah, and they were like, yeah. they made plush dolls and stuff of it. Little rally monkey. Anyway, this is from uh, the... Con- <laughs> This is from the community <laughs> fandom. We don't edit, so hold your sneezes till the end. I'm so sorry. Bless you. <laughs> oh, sorry, bless you. <laughs> That's my version of bless you. <laughs> hold your sneezes. <laughs> Annie's boobs. So this is from the, uh, the fandom page for community. Uh, and Annie's boobs has its own page. Annie's boobs is Troy's pet monkey. Troy being a childish Gambino. Donald Glover. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Annie's boobs is Troy's pet monkey who was given to him as a boon for his work as the bag man in the Chicken Fingers <laughs> distribution <laughs> network yes. headed by his best friend Abed Nadir. Literally a bag man, not... Um, I think there's another term for bag man. Yeah, isn't that a money know. man? Yeah, maybe. Bag man? I don't know. Is that like a bookie is a bag man? He literally carries the chicken in bags. Is <laughs> yeah. the important I, thing. Yeah. I think it's... I'm very certain it's a pun or a play on something, presumably. <laughs> I know there's no Rachel Maddow has a has a book about it. Um, Apparently a podcast about it. Sorry. It can oh, yeah. mean travelling salesman uh, in Britain mainly. It can also mean a tramp or homeless man, according to Wikipedia. Tramps, an old school world. Okay. Uh, so it goes on to say, uh, a mischievous and sneaky creature, the monkey made its home later in the school's air vent systems. Occasionally, Annie's boobs would sneak out to procure various items to add to what appeared to be a shrine it was creating in honour of the study group. Its first appearance that's was a, in... That's quite a claim. I don't know yeah. if that comes through in the show. <laughs> that's a deep read. A shrine? <laughs> the, Annie's boobs get, gets released while it's in the study room and it goes into the vent and stays in the vent that it found... And then start stealing things that just, like, because they use the study room. Yeah. It just happens to steal a bunch of their Sounds things. Sounds like a shrine to me. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I guess I have no proof otherwise. Yeah. Um, like, uh, 
Its first appearance was in the season one episode, Contemporary American Poultry, which Evan just told us all about in a beautiful book report. <laughs> uh, and he is played by animal actor Crystal the Monkey. Interesting, it's a he. Uh, but I think The character. The, the character, yeah. According to this one, anyway. Did, did they say what type of monkey it is? Because I think it's a capuchin, but I don't capuchin, really know. Yeah, yeah okay. It's a capuch. Yeah, I don't really Classic know my... Classic monkey. Classic, capuch. yeah. I don't know my primates that well, so it was kind of just a guess. Uh, do you want to go through future years? Please. Apparently in the second year, in the group's second year at Greendale, Greendale mm. is the community college yes, they attend, yes, and his boobs is returned stealthily stealing a pen and resulting in an inquisition led by Annie to discover who stole her property. Quite uh, an episode. It's a bottle episode. Yeah, it's a bottle episode. <laughs> As Arbed famously says in the episode, <laughs> yeah, so it's Arbed's a bottle episode. A big, he's a like a real screen nerd. He loves yeah. TV and film. Yeah, so that he's definitely comes through in the episode breaking that I watched. the fourth wall or yep. sort of. Is he actually? He does sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I don't he, think he was he like. He does literal fourth wall breaking. No, because he's <laughs> sort of talking about it as if it's a TV show and the others are like, it's, it's yeah. not a TV show. He's annoying. I guess, right. I guess you're right that he never t- breaks the fourth wall yeah. by addressing the audience, but right. he does talk about. Like he, he does meta jokes about episodes. Yeah, yes. he talks about how the story is progressing and story structure in general that is relevant to the episode. And like that he's freeze in. frames in his narrating. Yeah, points, yeah, right. Mm, uh, that oh maybe not. That's in that episode though. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, in contemporary American poultry, because in a lot of the episodes they'll do like he'll be. It'll be him doing a movie, mm. right? So, so he'll he'll right, recreate right, right. the film style, right? Recreate the film style. So uh, contemporary American poultry is a it's a reference to a film. Oh, I don't. Or think, is it just a, a I think good contem- fa- Goodfellas Godfather sort of? I think the. So are you talking about the name of the episode specifically? No, the episode structure. Because oh, they often yeah, yeah, it would both, be a reference. They sort of do genre parodies a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah they right. do. So the the episode is probably not maybe not specifically a parody of a specific movie, but it would be definitely a parody of how those movies are structured. Yeah. The episode name, I know for a fact that all of the episodes are just titled to make them sound like. Like uh, courses you could take at a college. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So if you look at any episode title, it'll, I don't know, it'll be something like yeah. American Poultry. Yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, so this one uh, the, where uh, the bottle episode about Annie's stolen pen is called Cooperative Calligraphy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, goes on to say the monkey had apparently been collecting various items related to the study group, uh, which I assume is for some sort of a shrine, including <laughs> many of Annie's pens. He kept his growing collection inside his home in the school's air vents. <laughs> it wasn't until the end of the year that the group learned he was responsible after Troy noticed him stealing a paintbrush he was using for the group's latest diorama project for anthropology. <laughs> ben Chang, who we haven't spoken about, Ben Chang's cool, was quite a fun character. How did, where yeah. does he start as? He, he starts a, as the Spanish teacher. That's right. So in season one, he's the Spanish teacher. But then I think it's at the end of season one, he's discovered to be a fake. He doesn't know Spanish. <laughs> he's just pretending. And Greendale is not really checking that sort of stuff. So I think in season two, he becomes a student. And then from season three, we kind of begin the down spiral of his life where he becomes less and less of uh, like a regular human being and more and more of a parody of whatever he was at the beginning of the series. And he, does he, he ends up as a student, does he? Yeah, he ends yeah. up yeah. a student several times. He's uh, faculty a couple of times as well. And <laughs> he, he's one, a security guard. Yeah, at, at one point he's a security guard. 
Um, oh, there's a really great. At one point, oh. he gets gassed by monkey knockout gas. Yes, yes. So there's like a thing. It must be like between seasons or something where he's lost his job or whatever bad thing has happened to him, and he's living in the vents. Yeah. With the monkey and his boobs, and then. Someone's like, we can hear someone in the vents. Oh, yeah, that's probably the monkey living in the vents. And so they use a gas called chimpanzees <laughs> to... <laughs> to, uh, to knock out the monkey yeah, to put it to sleep so they can get it. And hmm. he, he gets stuck in the monkey Put it to sleep, gas. like, literally, not figuratively putting it to sleep. They're yeah. trying to capture it alive. Right. Uh, so it says, Ben Chang followed the monkey into an air vent, finding all the stolen loot he had accumulated over the last year. When the group members see the recovered items... Uh, they begin to reminisce about recent adventures they had together. Oh, that's a great episode. Oh, that's It's a flashback episode where all of the flashbacks are nothing that have happened in the show. Oh. <laughs> so they're like... I was oh, going to say, it sounds like a clip show. It, it, it is, but it's like a joke on clip show. So they pick up like a little cowboy gun or whatever, and they're like, oh, remember that time we went to a cowboy town? They flashback to that, and they're in a cowboy town, but that is not an episode we've seen. <laughs> right. It's it is, very good. It's interesting <laughs> that, but yeah, if you're not paying attention, you, you basically would assume that it was. Yeah, yeah. Because it's done like r- right on point with They do a lot of, of, yeah, they do a lot of very meta jokes about the, more, the structure of shows. The more we talk about it, the more I think this should be your kind of show, Evan. Yeah, um... Yes. Uh, pro- pro- oh, Evan is in the mind being like, no homework for Evan, no homework for Evan. <laughs> I should watch more of it because it does sound good. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have if to. If you don't like it, don't waste time doing something you don't like. I feel like I should give it a give it more of a chance. I'm not, look, Cass, I'm not trying to pressure him <laughs> into doing something I doesn't want to do. I just think he would actually really like this because I think I had a very similar experience to him when someone recommended it to me and I watched <laughs> the first handful of episodes of season one Mm. a few years after it came out and it didn't take me or I didn't take to it and then uh, tried again with someone else recommending it and got through it all and I really enjoyed it a lot. So, yeah, maybe maybe Evan's Evan and I aren't so different after all. (laughs) Maybe. Mm. I guess I just haven't found it, from what I've seen of it, I haven't found it very funny. Yeah. That's fair. But Which um, is hard when you're going in thinking it's a comedy. But this isn't. It's not a comedy (laughs) show. Well, but I, but I can wait. See. Is it a comedy? It is. Yes. But I can oh, see. I laugh at oh, it a lot. Oh, I, I see. No, I think it's, it's very funny. It yeah. seems like that a lot of the comedy comes from um, the the characters and getting to know the characters um, mm. rather than just jokes. There are. I mean, there are jokes in it. I'm not going to say there aren't jokes in yeah. it. There obviously are. Um, but I, yeah, I think I would appreciate it more if I watched through it properly and uh, really got to know the characters more. Maybe. I think yeah. the thing yeah. I most, I laugh most about it is just the writing. Like, yeah. obviously, when you're doing a joke, comic timing and everything else works, but I think it's really well written. Hmm. I would agree with that. I'm no particular expert, but I like to think that I know some things. <laughs> and like, one of those things is the community is, in, in, it's certainly at times, very well written. Yeah. Wow, like that time's yeah. well written. Mm. Bloody hell. <laughs> nah, it's, it genuinely holds like a dear spot in my heart. I love the series. And you got into it at the time? Yeah, I was watching it as it was coming out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which was uh, what, what a bracing was time it? to be a fan because it was. there were a lot of seasons where they're like, it's happening, it's not happening, it's right. happening, it's not happening. Yes. It jumped through like so many. It was on, I forget what it was on originally, like NBC or something like that. Yeah. And then it had to switch to, like, Yahoo, and then, uh, I don't know, it got yes. picked up by, like, three different networks at points. Yeah, I think Dan Harmon 
left, yeah. Chevy Chase left, yeah. Childish Gambino left, Yvette Nicole Brown left. There was yeah, a very right. famous breaking up between uh, uh, Chevy Chase and... Um, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon, yeah. Where neither of them really enjoyed working with the other one. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then they... But one left and the other. Yeah, Dan Harmon left, and then Chevy Chase left, and Dan Harmon came back. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it's huh. season four that I think that yeah, I think it's season four that Dan Harmon wasn't there for, and a lot of people tend to assume, oh, tend to see that as the worst season. I ah, think. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I guess that makes sense. If it was if the writing and he was the showrunner. Yeah, right, so. yeah. I th- I, th- I think so. Well, I, that's just my you know I've. Um, uh, that's my int- interpretation. The individual may vary, you know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say poo-poo anyone else's experience, you know. <laughs> okay, well, I don't think you should then. I, I think won't. you should hold back because it looks like you're ready to go. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm ready to fight. <laughs> I uh, I probably won't go through all the story because it probably. I was just thinking maybe this is tedious to people who haven't seen it. Just like going through storylines. <laughs> Um, but uh, here, here are some his trivia from that fandom page. Please, uh, both Crystal the monkey who plays Annie's boobs and Ken Jong <laughs> who plays Ben Chang appeared in the 2011 sequel of the 2009 hit The Hangover. Crystal is a capuchin oh. monkey, and according mm. to HowMuchIsIt.org, oh, no. such a pet would cost a, th- a thousand or over ten thousand dollars. What? That's Depending a bad the, website. What's going on there? <laughs> Who's buying them as pets? Have I should ever- really read. I saw trivia. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh. 1000 to over $10,000. Yeah. I mean, it's bad, in, firstly, because what a huge and <laughs> Not a useful, range. yeah. But also, like, who's buying a capuchin monkey? You can't put a price on Crystal. <laughs> uh, she's uh, worth top dollar in my mind. Also- And her freedom should be- Priceless. Priceless. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Saying between 1000 and over 10000 means that it- can cost anything any- over one thousand. Yeah. It's it's nine hundred and ninety nine dollars or less will not get you a capuchin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, it's maybe quite a second hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Use this monkey is used. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. There's it's been no damaged I- in some way. Oh. Oh. There's no implication for second hand capuchin that is nice. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's the uh, mini bio for Crystal off IMDb. It says, oh, yeah. good. Crystal the monkey. And I like these because they're written. I don't. I think anyone can write them. <laughs> I haven't pre. Do you think Crystal wrote this herself? Okay, I'd, well, <laughs> if she's used the non de plume of uh, Constance Tillotson, which sounds fake to me. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I've only read the first line and it <laughs> it got me in. I'm like. Constance knows how to write, uh, so you'll enjoy it, Adam. Please hit us with and the Cass, first line. And Cass, you both love writing. Yeah. Well, you're going to love this. Uh, big fan. I can't Reading wait. or listening. Not a fan of writing. Reading or listening for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is the bio as according to Constance Tillotson. 
Crystal the monkey is no small bananas. Yes, get her on the show. Get her on the show. Constance, where are you at? It's just like, I don't know, what is it? Hit us Not up. Not even a phrase. It's, it's a big start. It's a big, it's a huge start. In just five of her movies, she holds a box office gross of over $2.5 billion. Wow. wow. Her film, Hangover 2, opened at $177 million, the largest opening weekend in history for a comedy. She has worked with some of the biggest directors in Hollywood. She has held her own with Oscar winners, stole scenes from top comedians, and is beloved with the press as she commands red carpets. <laughs> Paired with her extra... I'm starting to think... My new guess is this is... Constance is actually someone called Tom Gunderson, all right? Let me let me read on. Okay. Paired with her extraordinary trainer, Tom Gunderson, uh. <laughs> she began in the business at the live animal show at Universal Studios. In 1997, she appeared in her first film, George of the Jungle, which we did an early episode of this show on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2007, with over 20 features to her name, came her big break with Night at the Museum with Ben <gasps> Stiller. Oh, wow. oh. We should do that film someday. Absolutely. Uh, with her naughty character, Dexter, she proved herself as not just a trained animal, but as an actor. What do they mean with her naughty character, De- Dexter? Do you mean that is a character she played? I'm guessing that's the character name from Night at the Museum. Yeah. Oh, like Dexter was okay. a naughty monkey. Okay. And uh, it, yeah. was, it was a departure maybe from her previous roles at Universal Studios. Yeah, Where she was too, more she in is. line. Yeah. Yeah. She went method on this one. She was a real <laughs> asshole on set. All animals play method. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is that's a constant with them, isn't it? I never really noticed it, but yeah, you're right. Uh, in the second instalment of Museum, she reprised her role of Dexter and further her range, furthered her range by playing the dual character of Abel. In 2011, oh. Crystal solidified herself as a box office actress, beginning with Hangover 2, where she was a tour de force as a drug-dealing gangster. <laughs> tour de force. <Wow. laughs> I love how at the start of this, I can't stop thinking about it, they referred to The Hangover 2 as her movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I don't remember. I don't. I reckon I've seen it, and all I can remember right now is Crystal the Monkey. I could not name a single other actor who was in that movie, <laughs> no. just being honest. Do you yeah. think she's one of the biggest stars of Community? Well, now I do. Maybe. She's no small bananas, that's for <laughs> <No>. sure. <laughs> She's one of the three breakouts. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, well, that makes sense. They're all connected, those three, So that um, because it's Troy's monkey, mm. oh. named after Annie's boobs, so they are the three oh. breakout yeah. stars. Do you reckon maybe they only got popular by association? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. They sort of formed a por- powerful triangle they're like oh um uh, uh crystal worked very closely with uh with childish gambino maybe yeah. we'll give this guy a listen you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah maybe they they all elevated each other's performances yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Will they negotiate as a team like oh, the that's, oh, that's good cast yeah, or the, yeah. I think friends did that as well the yeah. cast of friends they all got the same pay yeah mm. very pay the same or i walk yeah yeah <laughs> Do you think you so we've called those three the breakout stars? Is Chevy Chase whatever the opposite of that is? Breakdown star. <laughs> Fix it? Yes. For breakdown star, breakdown yeah. Breakdown star. I think that might be what From it... behind the scenes tales. Ooh, have we become ET? Is that it? What? No. No, TMZ. Oh. <laughs> phone home or something. Or... Well, ET, ET Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, yeah thank well, you. Yeah. yeah. 
You're not wrong. How do you not think of the alien first? I did, but then I yeah, saw well, where he was going. I like to get my no, celebrity I'm, goss from E.T., no. so that's yeah. what the one I first John, think of. I am, John I'm, Chen? What was that his I'm, name? John... What? Chet? John... I don't know this. That was a E.T. host. I, Hi, I, I'm John Chin. Well, I actually don't know E.T. very well. <laughs> The Alien John or the Chin. Network. John Chin. I reckon maybe Surely Full Frontal had a parody. <laughs> version right. of him was called John Chin. Chevy Chase is in the upcoming film Panda vs. Aliens. So oh, okay. he's got oh, stuff he's, going on. Okay. Yeah, well, that doesn't feel right. like a very even match. <laughs> yeah. First of all, there's only one panda. Uh, well, who knows what the, kind of aliens they are? Because isn't there true. some ideas that life on other planets might just be moss? In the yeah, movie, maybe it like sucks. <laughs> In the movie that this is a sequel to, Cowboys vs. Aliens, the Cowboys did all right. Is this really a no, sequel? I, <laughs> <laughs> I that would be a bizarre. No, I made that bizarre up. Bizarre sidestep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be great to have. Uh, what's his name? James Bond. What's the actor? Sean. Oh. Daniel Craig? Craig? No. Daniel Craig, yeah. Daniel Craig was in as Cowboys vs. Yeah, as the panda. <laughs> Daniel Craig as the panda. Oh, man, Harrison Ford was in Cowboys vs. Aliens as well. Wow. Right. Good. Was Clint Eastwood in I, it, maybe? I don't was... think he was. Okay, no. I've, I've put him in in my memory. I don't remember <laughs> it being very good, Gas. Tommy Lee Jones, maybe? Ooh, maybe. I don't remember. It's All been right. a long time. I've got to look this up. Cowboys. Is it Cowboys versus Aliens? It is, yeah. I'm on a mean already. I, haven't, I never watched it. Cowboys versus <laughs> Aliens versus Freddy versus Predator. <laughs> it was a John Favreau. Oh, really? He's gone oh. on to do some things. Oh, yeah. Daniel He's Craig, Harrison man. Ford, yeah. and Olivia Wilde. Oh, that's right. Olivia Wilde was That in really movie. had a cast. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? What a flop. <laughs> At least uh, my recollection, unless unless I remember a completely watching a completely different movie. But that movie did not seem very good to me. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like I like the idea of Old West taking know, on the yeah. aliens. Maybe it's just the name that made it seem shit. But they, I imagine Maybe. they picked it because it was yeah. kind of goofy. If I've got this theory where if you're prem- movies with a great premise don't tend to be very good because you get sold on the great premise not on what they actually make. Right. That's a theory I have. That, I'm just okay. letting that out here and now. But a, a great premise can lead to a great film. It absolutely can. I'm not saying that they're not linked in any way. Mm. I'm saying that if you have a great premise, you can sometimes, you are more likely to trick someone into letting you make not necessarily a great movie. Right. Spoken by a tricked man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> spoken, by, spoken by a man who loved the premise then watched the movie. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> John Favreau hurt you. He did. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get to there? Ah, that's a good Chevy question. Chase. Chevy Chase. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, pandas versus aliens. Pandas pan- versus aliens. That's panda, right. single panda. Oh. oh. And who was in that again? Chevy Chase. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Well done. Because <laughs> I, I find I'm a... You hear a lot of stories about him being not very nice. Mm. Uh, yeah. Backstage. And I said, it was a real bummer because he's so funny. Mm. Like so many classic comedy films he starred. I love growing up especially. It was probably, I think it holds up, uh, Caddyshack. I've not seen Caddyshack. Oh, mm. so good. Mm. Rodney yeah. Dangerfield's in it as well. Oh, Play, I, basically playing Rodney Dangerfield as he... I used to love a Rodney did. Dangerfield. There's a old... At, look, we're getting off track again. Please continue. <laughs> You were going to go down a Rodney Dangerfield Yeah, part. I was going to tell you about my favourite Rodney Dangerfield growing up. It's, it's I'm so sorry. It's Please. an animated movie. He plays a dog. It's very cute. Oh, that sounds cool. I think I think he, I think he plays, like, specifically a corgi. I forget. 
But anyway, he goes through his whole, you know, the the classics, can't get no regard, you know, yada, yada, yada. Can't get no respect. (laughs) Respect. Can't get no regard. (laughs) No regard at all. (laughs) Clearly a movie I remember very well. I wonder if we can link Dangerfield to a a monkey somewhere. Oh, I'd be shocked if we couldn't. He did a great Simpsons episode where he's burns the sun. He did, he, one, this movie can't hold up well, but I saw it a long time ago and I loved it where he, his son... For some reason, his to go for his son to go to university. He also had to go to university as a middle-aged man, <laughs> oh. but he was really rich. This is and a he movie, was like, is it? They all loved him. Yeah, huh. I remember. Oh wait, yeah, I remember oh, it being a whole lot no, of fun. No, that sounds familiar. Ah, <laughs> uh, keep going. But if I remember it, go we'll through his discography. Yeah. yeah. Oh hey. Yeah. Uh. Oh, so where were back we? Back to school. That 1986. Back to school. What? Uh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find this. All right. Well, while, while you were looking for that, what was the last time we were talking about a primate? <laughs> <laughs> were we talking about Crystal and and yeah, uh, that's right. Oh, oh, who were the breakout and breakdown stars of Community? Right, Crystal yes. obviously number one. Crystal's mm. obviously gone on to uh, a, a great film career. Yeah. yeah. Um, how I don't mean this to sound rude at all, but how long do Capuchins live? Because if she was working at Universal in '97, yeah, I don't know how long that was. Oh yeah, true. That's uh, well, according to I wouldn't to, have been shocked to hear she well, died. Well, according to Wiki, that, she's still alive at 25 years of age. Well, that's what? really great that there is like um, that she you know, as an older female actor is still able to find parts. Because I know that's something that, like, is typically very, like, annoyingly difficult. According to Wikipedia, according <laughs> to Wikipedia <laughs> on average they weigh from three to nine pounds and live up to 25 years. Yeah, there you oh. go, see? So, oh, she's yeah. at the end of her lifespan. Up to. Yeah, up to. That's the so she's limit. breaking records yeah. if she makes it through to May. She is... Oh, no. <laughs> Hang on, how old was you when she was working at Universal then? Oh, it must have been young. I guess, yeah, I guess. Three? Young. No. She's 25 and killing it. That's She'll be what one we of the last. Because, like, this is <laughs> well last. and truly going out of fashion using animals, live animals in TV and film. So, so it should be should. one of the. Yeah, of course. <laughs> There's so she, no way to properly reimburse an animal for their time. <laughs> no, especially when you got buddy Andy. What's his name? From Toy Story? Andy Circus. <laughs> Andy Circus. Andy Circus. <laughs> from, from Toy Story. Toy Story. <laughs> Did it imagine? Oh, they should do that. They should get Andy Circus to play Andy from Toy Story in the next Toy Story film. That makes sense to me. Okay. <laughs> the Rodney Dangerfield movie that doesn't matter to this yes! show at all. It's yes. Called, it's called Back to School, and the plot centers on a wealthy but uneducated father played by Dangerfield, who goes to college to show solidarity solidarity, solidarity <laughs> with his discouraged son, Jason, and learns that he cannot buy an education or happiness. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, that's true. I reckon I Andy Serkis could play Rodney Dangerfield. How about, yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. they, they don't look that far different. Mm. I mean, Andy Serkis could do anything. Look, yeah. Oh, there it is. Sorry, if we're... Kurt Vonnegut has a cameo as himself in it. What? <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's cool. If we're just if so just while we're still on the Rodney Dangerfield track, the movie I was talking about, please, is called Rover Dangerfield. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's amazing. That's real. <laughs> Hang on, let me get a picture of uh, the character he plays. That's a cool wow. dude, right? This no, whole film is based that on looks him. Like a beagle. Is it a beagle? Oh uh, no, you might be right there actually. Yeah, it does look more like a beagle. You're right. A fat beagle. <laughs> 
I was just trying to go from memory what dog I thought he was or hey, breed of that's dog. close. Yeah. God. I hate it when it's the Simpsons problem where one of them is drawn really cartoonishly and the other one is very anatomical. Yeah. Like later Simpsons, ah. the Simpsons are still drawn as they always were. Yeah. But, but newer like characters. Celebrities or whatever. Yeah, oh, they get right. drawn too realistically. Yeah. Oh, it's no good. Strange. I tell you, it ain't easy being me. Uh, well, <laughs> last week my house was on fire. My wife told the kids, be quiet. You'll wake up daddy. <laughs> Can't get no respect. He's such a, yeah, such an iconic comedian. To have an animated film basically made about him. Yeah. I mean, like. We're a dog. It's a dog him. Yeah. It is. So. Jerry Seinfeld had that children. with B-Movie. That's, oh, that's right, he did. That whole movie just seemed like Jerry Seinfeld was goofing around with his friends being like, what if we did this? And then what he if? had enough yes-men around him to be like, yeah. we're doing it, yeah, right? Or like, you know, you like maybe have a few bevs, you go out, you like do a pitch and you're like, oh, funny sketch idea. And then the next day your friend's like, we're doing it. I think the metaphor I meant to use was if someone's like, let's go on a hike together. And the next day they're like, we're going right, on a hike. Yeah. You're like, no. When I did you, say I would. When do you think was the last time someone told Jerry, uh, Jerry Springer? When do, you, <laughs> when do you think the last time someone told, um, uh, uh, now I can only think of Jerry Springer. Jerry what, Seinfeld? Jerry, thank you. Oh, my God. When do you think was the last time someone told Jerry Seinfeld that he had a bad idea? <laughs> When do you think? Uh, I think it would have been, been years. It would have been a year or two after he stopped believing them. <laughs> it's a, probably a, like a legitimately difficult problem. Yeah, for someone absolutely. Like him, right? Yeah, I saw him do like a set on um, one of the Tonight shows, sort of re- like a few years ago, maybe, and it was like he hadn't been on for a while, and I hadn't seen him do stand up for a while. I'm like, this isn't very good. I think. Mm. But then everybody loves it. Like, you go out, everyone's going to laugh at your jokes if you're Jerry Seinfeld and you're yeah. at a club. Like, how do you like how Not. do you run in material when yeah. everyone's, like, just loving you because you're a celebrity? For stand-up comedians, it must be the worst, especially. Yeah. Because it, it's so important that you are funny. Yeah. But if you're so famous that people are going to laugh no matter what, you are just never going to be able to, never going to be able to, yeah, get, like, an honest reaction from yeah. people. And also the the more sort of famous you get, the harder it is to sort of stay connected with the audience yeah, as absolutely. well. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to downplay that. Anyway. <laughs> I, I thought this is a perfect episode to bring back the old segment, which we haven't done since before Evan uh, started on the show. Second banana-ring. Second banana-ring, yeah. <laughs> we used to have what a I segment call what I do. <laughs> on the show uh, called Primate Sporting Mascot of the Week. Oh, oh yeah! Oh. I remember this. Now that we're <laughs> we've wrapped up on that very uh, in depth discussion about community, I think the <laughs> somehow ended Rodney up with Dangerfield. <laughs> 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 Rodney Dangerfield, the dog. But um, a few people who suggested we do community. Some of them said for Annie's boobs. Others said for their great mascot. Uh, the human being. Oh, the human oh, being. Who is technically yeah. a primate <laughs> ma- sporting mascot. That's yeah. very true. Uh, and on the fandom <laughs> page, it describes it thusly. The Greendale human being is the school mascot des- designed and created by Dean Pelton and Pierce Hawthorne. Dean Pelton, well, it's funny, the whole episode we didn't talk about the Dean at all. He He's one of the best characters. He, oh, yeah. right. He wasn't in the episode that I saw very oh, much. Really briefly, yeah. Played right. by... Um, Jim Rash. Yeah, Jim Rash. 
Dean Pelton wanted to create a new mascot for Greendale as he felt the old mascot, a grizzly bear, was not politically correct enough. (laughs) (laughs) Fierce volunteers to help him, and they both set out to design the least offensive mascot possible. Uh, while you're looking that up, I'm just going to quickly get a picture of it for... For um, Evan, yeah. For, yeah. for everyone to just take in. <laughs> There's That episode is great because I think Jeff ends up commenting on it. They're trying to create something that is so completely neutral to humans that they end up being... <laughs> oh, my God. That yeah. That's pretty horrific. <laughs> So Horrifying, yeah. What they came up with was a mascot in a tight-fitting grey unitard with the Greendale logo on its chest. It was wearing a faceless mask that had crudely drawn eyes and mouth. <laughs> the mask itself was tight as well and did not allow the person wearing it to see or breathe well. <laughs> it first appeared in Season 1 on the episode Football, Feminism and You. It's so dumb that I never noticed that they're all <laughs> um, cl- potential class. I, uh, I didn't know until I was watching this series for the second time myself. So. But I also I don't think I've ever really, I don't remember really paying attention to the episode titles, I guess. Oh. In my defense. <laughs> the worst ones are the ones where the human being is dressed up as something. Oh, uh, yeah. Here's a picture of <laughs> it as, forget. Yeah, as Cupid, and that is abhorrent. It's all, it's all in the face. It looks like yeah. A, yeah. it could be a horror character. Absolutely. It's not oh, that yeah. far off. That'd be scary. Off, uh, the, well, yeah. What's the scream? Uh, oh, Ghostface like, Killer. Or uh, yeah, Ghostface, Ghostface Killer or um, Slenderman. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a Slenderman <laughs> yeah. about it. Uh, the human being was first portrayed by William Love. He and a few other actors have worn the mascot suit since then. In the Community Webisode series, Dean Pelton's Office Hours, the human being is portrayed by a female. Oh. Hmm. Progressive. <laughs> Women can be human being too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that uh, that is that is kind of like it's a great parody of a of both what a a committee can do to yep. any creative thing. Yeah, but also of just like just a funny. There's so many niche mascots these days, and I think often they're almost designed to be bad so they get attention. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely a bit of that going on. Uh, and this is, yeah, uh, like I don't think you could beat this for either of those things. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think you could. Uh, should we give the show a score? I guess let's talk about community in general, I think, um, rather than that episode in itself. Uh, what And Evan, which is going to be a lot harder for you, but the yeah. vibe it's given you, I guess. Go by vibes. <laughs> Cass, vibe what bananas. It, what's your banana score for community? Um, I'm going to go... A full fresh bunch. Ooh, whole bunch. Whole bunch. That's whole two bunch. perfect scores fresh, in a row. Fresh banana. Wow. We've we've managed to do things I really like. It's been very nice. <laughs> I'm yeah. I do enjoy doing uh, stuff I like as well. Well done. <laughs> well done. Suggesting good media. How about you? Uh, I'm going. Hey. <laughs> I'm going with a a lunchbox that has one single banana that your mum picked that is perfectly, perfectly preserved in the lunchbox, very perfectly ripe. It's the best. It's the the sweetest and most lovely part of that lunchbox that you have. And you have 
you got a sandwich in there. You got maybe some uh, a little snack in Ooh. there. Oh, snacks are great. Yeah, the snacks are great. But you you're you're eating the little snack eyeing off the banana. You can't wait for that banana. Sandwiches are good too. Sandwiches are great. Mm. Yeah, I love a sandwich, but the entire time you're eating every single part of that thing, you're working your way down wow, to the bottom to the so banana. that you can get to that banana. That's the banana I'm giving. Holy crap, so that's, that's so a real special. good banana. It's a good banana. So you are special. You you are hungry for banana. I can't I don't even know I can pi- picture a banana so glorious, but I'd love I'd love to. You have to avert your eyes. <laughs> I'd love to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too powerful to look at. Peeled before consumption. As um, all bananas are. I think Just I'll give it like three and a half out of five bananas. <laughs> I mean it's I love that as a come down. <laughs> the most magnificent <laughs> banana. Oh, I reckon three and a half. That's actually that's pretty good for a show you before. Yeah. Is like, it is any of the talk we've had today? Bump the score up. Yeah. What would you say the score was at the beginning of today's episode versus oh, at the end? Maybe it's gone up a little. Maybe from a three. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the episode, um, and I uh, I'd like to watch more of Community. It's. It, I like that it doesn't feel like a show that's just thrown together each mm. week. It's like it feels like they're they're always looking at some sort of a bigger picture. Right. Even though, it, like, if you look at it, at it in isolation, it, it can seem just like a bit of a dumb show. But yeah, right. I think the more you concentrate, the um, the more dense it feels. Yeah, I think I'm losing a lot by not having the context. There's um, a a great joke that I quite love. That well, not joke, but like uh, something that if you're just paying attention to in the background is really great. In season one, two, and three, they say Beetlejuice at different points, huh. and then the final time they say it in season three is the a Halloween episode, and the third time they say Beetlejuice immediately in the background, someone in a Beetlejuice <laughs> costume walks by. That's pretty. It's amazing. just a cool reference yeah, that's I nice. quite like. Yeah, um, there'd be, there's a lot of those kind of jokes. Yeah, right? oh, there absolutely. Was, well, there was one episode where you watch the whole thing and then I can't oh, remember. Oh, Ben delivers a, a baby? Yeah, there's a, yeah. Sto- <laughs> a, a secret storyline yeah. in the background, yeah. which oh. I just didn't notice. Someone told me about it later. I have to go back and look. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that sort of stuff. So well, much effort nice. on things that a, a small percentage of people might get. Absolutely. But then yeah. those people will love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a smart way to build a... Thing that's bigger than it could be. Uh, also, a- I really love chicken fingers. Right. So, okay. They're good. That episode that's- made what me so hungry. What are chicken fingers? They're just they're like chicken nuggets? Kind of, but, you know, chicken more nuggets. of a finger shape, and I they're, guess. They're right. longer Makes and sense. I feel like chicken nuggets can have a soft to mildly crispy skin, but like chicken fingers are like heard of chicken fingers. thicker. They're like fish fingers. Yeah, they're more yeah, like I chicken tenders. They're very... Yeah, oh, yeah. I've heard of chicken thinner. Tenders. No, I would say fish fingers is a very... Fish fingers but chicken is a very good description if you don't know what a chicken finger is. I think there's is. also different kinds. Like, I think mm. you can... I've never heard of them. If you go to the supermarket, like if you went to the... You could go to the frozen section and you could get chicken fingers that are like fish fingers. Yeah. But... I They're think- not chicken strips. Chicken strips is something else. Okay. Is yeah. that where well, you've just torn chicken off a thing and deep fried it? A chicken strip is kind of, so it, uh, a, it's not shaped like a finger. It's like a, uh, maybe thinner and it's got like a, a it's it's almost like a, um, it feels a little, yeah, like a bit that you've torn off the chicken. Right. Like right. the chicken was shaving and then shaved a bit off <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> but like a big but bit. And off its leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, think, you made a look. Those at home wouldn't notice, but you mimed a chicken shaving its face. I don't think there's a lot of meat on a chicken cheek, or is there? I'd... <laughs> look, fair call. It would be shaving its legs. You're absolutely right. I think good chicken fingers, though, are they're bigger. They're like more like tenders. Mm, yes. Um, 
One of my favorite places to <laughs> to eat when I was in New York was a place called uh, Sticky's Finger Joint. Um, <laughs> in Greenwich Village, which was a, just a chicken Where was this, finger sorry? place. In Greenwich Village in, in New Greenwich York. Greenwich Village. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Greenwich outside of the UK. Ah, <laughs> uh, Greenwich Village. It's like, it's like a, I think it's quite a like a bohemian part of New York. Okay. Well, like, but like an, like a bronze, like a fancy bohemian. It's expensive, I think. Starting oh. to get into bragging territory, well, but go on. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't really know when we organised it because we, we had, had never been to New York uh, before. We, we were going we, on a we holiday. We just popped and... down. We, you know, we weren't even thinking about it. It was no big deal for us to spend money. And we went, no. we went and saw, I don't know, some Broadway show. What was it called? Hamilton, I think. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, yeah, I did well, do that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> was I telling you that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You, oh, I'm so sorry. I messed up the joke. Please continue. <laughs> Hamilton was great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You did, yeah, you did. Yeah, that was the whole point of going. Um, (laughs) We just dropped, just popped over to New York to see a musical. No, it wasn't. How well is your business doing? I've really got to check out these books here. You're an equal shareholder. Yeah. Um, I haven't haven't been popping over to New York to see a musical. This was was in 2016. This is a while ago. Oh, Oh, when business was good. But. But uh, but Sticky's finger joint was was good. We went there twice in a you know r- relatively short stay. Well, what's short um, stay? Huh? How short? Mm. Tell two, us. Two weeks, maybe it was two weeks. Oh, okay, that's that's once a week. Did they have week. a veggie <laughs> option? I I can't remember. Well, it was a wasn't. finger joint. It wasn't a chicken joint. So yeah. Oh. Because I when I went to New York quite like. In 2013, meatballs oh! were the, was the big. <laughs> just quickly popped over, took Daddy's jet, oh, popped it down like... to New York. Why were you How do you over know about there? Daddy's jet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was over there for a mate's box. Oh, I just, you know, no, I didn't think the drinking was good in Melbourne. Oh, no. We rented out. my choice. We just he, rented he out. set it up. I just, I got oh, dragged along. Oh, you just said, okay, I'll pay and the money. I'll there. get on the plane. I'll fly over. We'll have a party. And I'll just go I home. was but a boy back then. I had a disposable income. <laughs> oh, you were rich. <laughs> we rented a, I think it was a scout hall, someplace <laughs> called the Empire State <laughs> Building. <laughs> but when we, we, meatballs were like a big thing over there at the time, and they, they did do veggie meatballs at all their meatball joints as well. Oh, what, what? What is this? Anyway, that's, <laughs> what has this show become? The Evan that? and Matt brag now. Yeah, that's the end of uh, the Big Apple with <laughs> with the gang, and what's yep. uh, a new little spin-off podcast we're doing? It's a spin-off of getting fruity. <laughs> big <laughs> Big Apple reminiscent. Our spin-offs have spin-offs. Yeah. What are we? Cheers. <laughs> the show is eating itself. Big Apple bragging, maybe. Big Apple bragging with Evan and Matt. Yeah, great. Evan, Matt, and two people watching on. <laughs> Going, oh, sir. Oh, oh, sorry, sir. It's like a fun show. <laughs> I think I'm going to give Community uh, five and a half bananas out of seven. I really, really quite liked it. Okay. Mm. Uh, anyone have any connection to uh, the monkey? We normally talk about because Andy on the first episode. Oh, yes. So yes. that we humans and chimpanzees share about 99% DNA. How much do you see of yourself in in uh, Annie's boobs? <laughs> we're we're kind uh. of the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I got my age wrong. We're so not. <laughs> well, you said kind of. I think yeah. that's a good. She's like 80 and monkey years, though. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Well, then we have She's nothing in common. Dead. I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. They're keeping it working. Do you, did anyone, any of you, got uh, sticky fingers? 
I, uh, mm. I think I can't answer that question. <laughs> not on, not on record. <laughs> no, not allowed to. No I matter. Like I'll occasionally accidentally steal a pen. <laughs> oh yeah, I've yeah. done that. Oh yeah, that's fair. But I, I think walking away with boobs does it on purpose. Right. I walk away with people's USB sticks. Ah. That happens a bit at work. Oh. Um, but then other people do that to me as well. Like mm. with pens. You just, oh, just well, sort of communal, cycle then. through. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I just real this um, <laughs> this, this uh, uh, SD card has been in my laptop. I've just pulled it out, which is property of Shibadol Studios. I reckon that's been in there for at least four months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there so I don't lose it. I should... Uh, I mean, that's a... Yeah, I yeah, mean, well, I haven't lost it. Then it's it. not lost. Yeah. Yeah. It spins <laughs> a laptop when you put it in a laptop. So I'm going to say I'm a good 60, 66%. Ooh, uh, that's shit. nearly a perfect two thirds. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> eighty years old <laughs> in human years. Yeah, look, now that you've said that, she, uh, I forgot that she was stealing uh, pens. So actually, I do look. I uh, I don't I, I can't comment whether or not I've stolen anything of real worth. That is a matter for the courts to decide. <laughs> but of just pens and such like that, I re- I reckon I'm pretty bad. I got some sticky fingers when it comes to taking pens and pencils. Great. <laughs> so you're very a bit. Yeah. So I think we all feel like we're a little bit. We got a little bit Annie's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think generally I always give pens back. But I'm recalling one time where I hosted one of those essential oil parties at my apartment. Oh, and then one the, of those. Oh. The, Essential oil parties. Oh my god! Don't know god. what it is. <laughs> Sounds burn- fancy though. You're just burning up that. Uh, what's that really cheap oil called? Uh, a wad of a hundred dollar bills. <laughs> I forget. Uh. Um, yeah, the the lady left five coloured pens at my house, and I didn't contact her to collect them. Ooh. That feels right. That's that's no. That if she you left take, them in your house. If you <laughs> grab a pen and walk away with it, that is on you. You, but if, like, the effort, you have to go through extra effort to give the pens back, that's fair enough. Unless these are, like, gold pens or something. I think I think she left them there. She probably went, whoops. Yeah. Well, I and I also imagine th- this is some sort of a pyramid scheme thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, a sales tactic. She's probably, sure. yeah. She, just, she did the Costanza tactic from yeah. Seinfeld where she left something at your house ah. just so you'd have to meet again. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. You were very clever to keep those pens. Well, I'll have you know I felt bad about it. I felt bad making the decision to not contact her again. I don't even know if I bought anything. Oh no! No, I mean, that's all right. You're, they, you're not making a commitment to buy. Yeah, they tried to trick you. They you, tried to trick me, and I kept her pens. <laughs> that's payment. Yeah. All right. Well, I, think, <laughs> I can't believe how many uh, tangents were maybe more than ever. <laughs> uh, but uh, brings us to the point where we thank a few patrons. You can support the show at patreon.com slash pod where you support this show as well as Do Go On. Another podcast I do and listen now, another podcast I do about music. First season about the band Cold Chisel. Real good. You should listen to it. It's the best time. You're wearing this shirt right now. Oh, yeah, I'm too. One of two. I saw them live a couple of weeks ago. I bought a new Chisel shirt. Ooh, were they good? It's Yeah, they were. it was probably the best show I've ever seen. Aww. If you want to hear all about it, you can listen to last week's episode. Yeah. Tell you what, that sounds like a great <laughs> series to do with like a sibling. What about a cousin? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> nah. <laughs> One of the rewards you can get for supporting these shows on Patreon is I'll uh, thank you at the end of our episode and I'll read out some sort of a primate thing you've written. And that's what I'm going to do now. 
Please. <laughs> Which, you know, some people would have been like, why is he bringing that up? But that's because I'm about to do it. <laughs> uh, firstly, I'd love to thank Marcos Vasquez, which is a fantastic name. Yeah. Marcos writes, hello again, Matt and friends. Oh, that's nice. His friends? Uh, my favourite prime... Well, I think he's talking to you. Oh. <laughs> are we his friends that's or generous. are we your friends? Answer oh, now or I'll be sad. I, think, <laughs> I, I reckon both. Yes. Um, <laughs> he goes on to say, my favourite primate is still King Kong. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been able to sway him with my uh, staunch def- uh, uh, defending of uh, Andy. No one's put story. King Kong to you. Is King Kong... He's bigger than Andy. <laughs> That's true. That has never been... You're such a... No, I don't <laughs> This is why you've never broken him down. Size is not important to Evan. Uh, he goes on to say, which means I'm still waiting for that damn episode. Yeah, we've never done a King Kong episode. But one's uh, coming up. Andy Matthews from Toy Story is keen to uh, do one. says, again, sorry for this hostility. Also, which I love that sort of low-key hostility. Uh, calling it a damn episode exclamation mark. Sorry for the hostility. Also, <laughs> I was the one who wrote a children's book called Primates for my class and still I haven't heard from your lawyers, so thank you for not suing me. Hey, <laughs> Marcos, <laughs> you've just uh, got to bide your time. These processes take a while, <laughs> yeah. but don't worry. My team is looking into it. <laughs> <laughs> your, your children will never learn. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, it's going to take a while because your team is, in fact, a room of monkeys is. and typewriters yes. hoping that eventually, with given enough time, they will write the perfect... Exactly. Uh, 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 just the yeah, other day, writ of, writ of, uh, they uh, write the, the perfect writ. The other day I went in there and they'd written, it was the best of times, it was the blurst of times. <laughs> you idiots, I said. <laughs> anyway, um, they were miles off. I mean, it was close to the start yeah. of a great book, but a writ? <laughs> I think not. Uh, I'd also love to thank Jessica and Stephen Gruber. Oh, my God. Our Patreon's names are the best. Those are good. Jessica and Stephen Gruber. Gruber is the surname of the villain from Die Hard. Yeah. I'm pretty, oh. I'm Hans, pretty sure. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, yeah. Uh, they write... Oh, my God, they're related? Probably, oh yeah. Oh, well, sorry for your loss. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Jessica and Stephen Wright, when, hopefully not if, you come to Seattle, uh, yeah, hopefully later this year, I can introduce you to the orangutans I work with once a week. What? <gasps> Three of the five of them have the same birthday in February. In 2020, they will be 11, 31, and 52. Oh, that's cool. Wow. wow. 52. What are the odds? That's Gosh. wild. Same. Really? That's amazing. Well, uh, you can definitely expect Matt sometime soon because it's not a big deal for him to pop down. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Seattle, but I'd love to go see the home of Fraser Crane. <laughs> that would be a dream. <laughs> what a dream. Imagine, imagine you just... Driving along in a in one of those yellow taxis they probably have there, <laughs> and you and listen to on the, the radio, radio. You yeah, turn yeah. it on, and you, yeah. I'm listening. <laughs> oh my god, me too. <laughs> Jinx, Fraser. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Jessica and Stephen. Cannot wait to get over there. Genuinely, that is slow. There's a slow process, hopefully happening, where that might be possible later in the year. Um, Ashley Dickinson writes, "Hello again, Matt and Evan." I watched Rise of the Warrior Apes again recently, and I've decided that chimps are my least favourite primate. Still on Team Human. Get fucked, monkeys. Nah, nah, they're all right. Holy shit. I mean, chimps aren't monkeys, for starters, but you probably know that, Ashley. You're doing that to get to me. (laughs) Chimps can be pretty full on, but I'd also argue so can humans. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we have our moments. Uh, Noah, and he's put a link there, which I could probably put somewhere. I'm, I don't know what the link is to, but probably that show that he just watched again, uh, which is called Rise of the Warrior Apes. Have we seen that? I don't, I don't know that. Uh, are we seeing it not next together. week? We have separately. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. I th- yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure we're seeing it next week, aren't we? Perfect. All of us together as friends. Yes, right. of course. The only way to watch. <laughs> uh, I'd also love to thank Noah Abbey or Noah Ab. I'm a big fan of <laughs> Travis the Chimp. Bracket. Not really. <laughs> Whoa, what a sharp Jesus. turn that was. So many people harshing on primates today. Uh, saying, then said, that's the subject of a super tragic incident that may actually make for an interesting episode. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, don't look, don't do sad monkey stories. Yeah. Travis fin- uh, nearly killed a woman. Oh. oh. Nearly? So. Oh. Oh. oh so- <laughs> Are you saying a redemption story? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, like, I can picture the chimp holding its fist. <laughs> Ready to take the knockout blow like you did earlier to Evan, Adam? And going, no, (laughs) I mustn't. (laughs) And then changes the fist into like a hand and she pulls the woman up. Yeah. And they embrace and they go on to like start a a, a library together. (laughs) And they really change everything. Starting a library together. Yeah, redemption. (laughs) Yeah, well, hey, that's the classic redemption arc. Uh yeah, if, uh, Noah finishes by saying, I'd say my favourite fact is that some primates have what is called a toilet claw used for grooming. Ah. Oh. That is a, that's a fun fact I, I wasn't aware of. Is it toilet claw? Toilet claw. I hate that. Yeah, I don't like the name. <laughs> that makes me upset. That yeah. makes me imagine that it is a stick that has a clawed end that they use to wipe themselves. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> it's not a claw on the monkey? Oh, you well, like they, a back scratcher? It's they really only have the two. <laughs> they they can't be differentiating like that. Monkeys have two claws. <laughs> two hands. But that's that's ten claws. What? No, a claw is surely a claw contains. You're thinking of fingers. I thought the claw. I pictured the claws being the like nails. Yeah, the claws are nails. Are they? Yeah. Is oh. that is a nail not a nail? Oh. No, it's but a, is a claw not but a... But a, a claw is a... Wasn't a, a paw not a paw? Yeah, paw is a, a paw. A hand not a hand? A claw, a claw and nails are like sisters. Can a claw be but a single finger? No, it's no, it's the it's the sharp bit on the end. It's the nail. Like a talon? Yeah, like a talon. But that talon is for birds and nails is for humans. Claws is for animals. Yeah, but if they're talking about a claw for a monkey, then are you sure it's an appendage they have or is it like a stick they might use? <laughs> do they give any more information? Yeah, do, we, <laughs> Evan, do you mind looking this up? I'm going to read out. I'm a little bit backlogged if you've got another couple of minutes spare on uh, reading out some five-star reviews, which I, Please. I say I'll do. If you give us a five-star review, I'll probably read it out if it's not too long. Here are... Good flex. Here oh, are I a few. I just haven't had enough time to read out all these five-star <laughs> reviews. Uh, Michael writes... Five Good podcast. That's pretty good. Uh, William writes, super lit, 10 out of 10 banana dildos. Which is a reference to a previous thing. (laughs) Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Uh, Pop Cross Studio writes, I reckon I've read some of these before. I've read that one before. You should look up Pop Cross uh, Studios. This is why I haven't had time for it because I'm rereading them all. (laughs) Uh also, two people <laughs> tend to go on tangents on this show. I won't say who. Yeah. 
Uh, Kevin Olban writes, uh, five stars. I run a smoke shop, you know, bongs and the like. <laughs> <laughs> You'll kill me. You can't. <laughs> and I play this podcast in my shop all the time. You may not be surprised to learn that my specific clientele eats this stuff up. <laughs> Always enjoyable to hear multiple customers laughing from different parts of the store and share a moment of, of watching them stop shopping and listen to an argument about chicken salt. Great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Bongs and the like. I hope that's the name of the shop. <laughs> that's a great name that for a shop. Good. Bongs and the like. Hopefully we don't cause too many of them to stop shopping. Yes. <laughs> we keep want... shopping, everybody. Yeah, keep shopping. Buy yeah. stuff. If you're bongs in the line. <laughs> if oh. you are listening to us and considering purchasing a bong, <laughs> please buy that bong. Just do it. Yeah. Oh, it's like Coles Radio. Welcome to Bongs in the Line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, Nathan Swap writes, uh, one of the best on the Do Go On Mini Network. There's four podcasts on the network. <laughs> so one of the best is is a big compliment. Thank it's you so there. much. Hey, that's placing. Uh, yeah. This is a great episode, uh, great podcast, and one of the best in the mini network. A solid bronze medal. Like I said, <laughs> yeah, you placed. There's four podcasts. I'm on three of them. Oh my god, which one's four? Ooh, well, I'd have Ooh. to assume the one I'm not on. Um, <laughs> by the way, I can't find Evan's channel, Jiminy Cricket's Jamming Jamboree. <laughs> Disney pro- probably took it down for copyright infringement. Yeah, they yeah. might have. That sounds like yeah. that. He's written it weird because he's a speech impediment or something, but he he spells it like you would pronounce gamygame.com. Is right. that right? Yes. But it's actually pronounced Jiminy Cricket's Jamming Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for all those reviews. Really do appreciate it. Give us five stars. I might read them out. Now, where can people find you, fantastic guests? They can find Evan at GamingGame.com. Yep. Or on YouTube, Gaming Gaming Game. We're back uh, on uh, Monday, Sunday night. We're, Sunday night, we're premiering our new season. Yeah. I, oh, I haven't, yeah. I haven't, uh, haven't seen an invite in the old <laughs> letterbox, but I'll keep sitting there. You'll be on soon enough. Whenever yeah, think, I'm not in the podcast studio, I'm sitting by the letterbox. I think both of us <laughs> keep getting lost in the mail. You must do. <laughs> Knowing I'm a big gamer. Yeah. Microsoft Golf <laughs> for life. It's not an efficient way to organize Looks shows. Looks like he's in the trees, Jim. Huh? <laughs> That's a gaming reference. (laughs) And Sans Pants Radio, one of the greatest networks. Probably you're too kind. Top three. (laughs) You're too kind. Which is that a genuine (laughs) compliment? Still literally too kind. Please, we are garbage. (laughs) We have a gentle bin, so open our lids to spill. Um, You can find us at sanspantsradio.com. Adam and I are on D&D is for Nerds, which if you look D&D is for Nerds up on Twitter, you can find our Twitter. The handle spelt with D, the letter N, D, because you can't have an ampersand. Um... All Sans Pants Radio at Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm Cass Cass Page online. I'm at Retro Archetype on any social media you are a part of. I want to write that stuff in the show notes. People can find Primates at Primates Pod on all the social medias or all the old people ones. Uh, I don't think we're on TikTok, but um, and uh, Primates Pod. You got to get a TikTok. At gmail.com. I got oh, a TikTok. The amount oh. of stuff I would not put on there, you know. <laughs> oh shit! I got to do something on TikTok. Yeah, I got enough stress in my yet? life. No. No one's on Byte yet? Are you on Byte? No. Oh, what's that? Is that the new one replacing Vine or whatever? Yeah, it's from the the guy that originally made Vine, I think, uh, and then yeah, he left, okay. and then... I'm getting yeah, on. Get on I'm, I'm going to get on the ground floor. Yeah. Well, I wonder if the user writes a difference, because if you make a Vine... I'm sorry, if you make a TikTok, TikTok, TikTok owns it. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if it was the same TikTok's pretty dodgy. I don't know. Yeah, no I think kidding. this is an opportunity for Byte to come back. 
um, dodge it, claw back some of its um, you well, see, vines. You uh, see um, TikTok. A lot of people are just sharing on Twitter and stuff other people's TikToks and them going viral. Yeah. I saw one where there was uh, this girl who uh, was at the mall eating people's food on a on – a, um, what do you call it? Sushi train? Moving uh, staircase. Oh, an escalator. Escalator. <laughs> okay. What's this Matt thing looking you really chic fish right now. <laughs> uh, uh, Darth Trooper. And, um, <laughs> so the, and then um, it's been tweeted and got hundreds of thousands of retweets. Mm. And then she's coming and going, hey, guys, this is me. <laughs> and, like, getting no love for it. It's, oh, real. it's oh, like, oh, that so feels, feels like a brutal yeah. system where they, you can just so easily... Oh, it's, it an option, any... it's an option yeah. to save it. So you can turn saves yeah. and duets and replies on so anyone can just save your video. Right, yeah. Some, uh, and when you so, so when you save a video off TikTok, it has like a little um, watermark, watermark thing, yeah. which I've noticed. I watched a TikTok the other day that had that little watermark and I realized someone had downloaded someone else's TikTok and then uploaded it on their TikTok uh-huh. account. Ah. Very cheeky. That is very cheeky. Yeah, yeah that's... No good. You do you see that with tweets a lot? People just cut and paste yeah. a, like a good joke, and often they they go viral. Mm. It's, such it's, a it's scummy real weird. Move, it's such yeah. an easy thing to search as well. Yeah, big yeah. scum. Real I don't strange. get it. Can't wait to have a joke good enough on Twitter that someone steals it. Oh, same. <laughs> it'll be. It'll That's look, the dream. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, that brings us to the end of the episode, um, which I think was about community and um, <laughs> something. Uh, no, I distinctly remember someone saying that this episode was about Rodney Dangerfield. That's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the danger zone with Matt and the boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Cass is a bad boy. No. Worst boy. Worst boy. <laughs> <laughs> and a bad boy. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us, uh, one and all. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast, Apes to, to meet you. <laughs> hey, we got you in on it as well. <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.